Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Joey Nagel, Garrett Jacobsmeyer, and Alex Jefferson. Hello. Hi. We're back. <laughs> we made it. Spring training is here. Baseball is on my TV right now, and I am excited. I it kind of just like I wasn't really like looking forward, to, like I was looking forward to spring training, but not as I normally am. Just kind of because everything's been so weird. It's been so long since we had baseball. It wasn't really like in the front of my mind. And then today I woke up, I'm like, the Red Sox are playing on TV today. And then I put them on and it's, and it's been great. It's nice hearing Dave O'Brien and Jerry Remy up there in the booth. And I'm jealous how it's 84 degrees there. <laughs> Looks pretty nice. Um, I've had some followers sending me pictures from the game. Baseball things are happening and it is exciting. Throw back to when you guys went to spring training and almost brought COVID to Massachusetts. Yeah, when we ended the world. I mean, <laughs> much, pretty much. Chance I brought COVID to Mass. We don't know. <laughs> Definitely could have happened. Um, I, I love spring training, though. The, the time of the year that we get to listen to half the the baseball games on radio and imagine what's happening. Um, play who the hell is that out there on the field and overreact <laughs> to meaningless games. It's great. <laughs> like Garrett Richards threw one inning. I was already starting to freak out because he was like, he only got one out and he kind of sucked, but. It's okay. It's okay. Don't overreact to spring training games. It's okay. They mean they mean very very little in the grand scheme of things. No, Garrett. They mean everything. Come on now. Everything. Everything. If you don't if you don't win spring training, how are you going to win the season? It's a good point. That's yeah, good I point. mean, did you see Jet Bandy behind the plate today? I'm sure he's going to be an all star catcher for us. You guys see that clip of uh, it must have been spring training. Everyone getting mad at Angel Hernandez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how so you know baseball's back. Yeah, that's how you know. We're already back to people hating Angel Hernandez, so it's 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 a good time of the year. Yeah. Um, I do. We were just talking about not overreacting. Um, but we're gonna overreact in in a sense. We're gonna talk about our players to watch for in spring training and who to be excited about. Who to? One of the best things about spring training is getting to see the guys that you don't normally get to see some of the prospects and you get to see your first look at some of the new guys. Like we saw Garrett Richards uh, out there today. So we're going to go over some of our players to watch for some of our storylines to watch for the spring training. Um, one guy that I want to lock in on. I have a couple, but first off is Garrett Whitlock. The guy, our rule five pick from the Yankees. Cora's talked highly of him. Everyone at spring training they're calling him like a star so far spring training, not just because of his talent on the field, but the person he is off the field and how um, devoted he is in improving his game and how professional he acts. He, I, when we got him, I was, I was kind of um, impressed with the move in a way. Like it was an under the radar move. He's never pitched above double a, but he's got talent. And if, since he's a rule five pick, he kind of has to be on the team if we decide to keep him. So I can see him as a pretty decent weapon out there in the bullpen that not many people are looking at. So he's going to be an interesting guy to watch the spring training, one guy that I'm locking in on. Um, the biggest storyline to me is Chavis versus Kike. I want to like, especially because if Chavis plays well enough, but still doesn't get the, like a position on the team, you know, that makes his trade value all the higher. And we know how much Heim Bloom loves to randomly trade players. So <laughs> You know, if, if they have a good, if they both have a good showing in the, in the uh, spring training season, you know, we could be seeing Chavis shipped off sooner rather than later. I, um, I have a pretty lukewarm take, but um, probably someone like Jeter Downs, someone like that. I know he had a homer a couple games ago or last game or whatever. Um, but yeah, I know, I know a lot of the, the team loves him. He's my guy. Excited. Top prospect we got from the Mookie deal, so important yeah. guy it's nice to come back from that yeah. Mookie too it's like it, it you know you have that that you send Mookie and you get like a prospect it's finally nice to see that guy kind of turn into a player that we can count on hopefully yeah and I mean it's actually been a pretty quick turnaround all things considered usually prospects take more than like a year till we see like at least a little bit of potential yeah but he's my guy for sure Joey, Joey, there's <laughs> spotlight Here Joey we go. did his homework apparently so his... I did I actually have a lot of bullet points all right, so mine is obviously my guy here, Kazu Salamora. Uh, if you don't know, we signed him to a two-year, $3 million deal. Uh, incentives can bring it up to $7.65 I just learned that today. 
He's 32 years old. He played 10 seasons in the NPB, career 296 ERA, 75 saves. Um, he's in Fort Myers now. He just got there. He just te- I just saw on Twitter he's received his negative test. He can start working out with the team now. So um, I'm excited for him because this dude reminds me of Koji, except he throws harder. He's got the sinker. He's got the splitter. Splitter is absolutely nasty. I had to dig up some Japanese footage to to watch it, but it's pretty solid. And then Cora said yesterday that he's not currently in the closer race, um, which kind of surprised me, honestly, because I think, you know, he has potential to. Like, his numbers in Japan were very nice. I know that doesn't equate well over here at times, but – I really hope he's our eighth inning guy over Matt Barnes because I think Matt Barnes is like a perfect seventh inning guy. We'll talk about that later, but imagine the, the saw man coming in for the eighth and then Adam Montavino in the ninth. I think that's pretty nails to me. So is that the nickname you got the saw man? That's the best. Uh, actually one of my, no, one of my uh, bullet points is we need a nickname for this guy. So I said the saw man, another one is mm-hmm. hero ball. Huh? Uh, solid. Chainsaw. Ooh. I like that. He, he's the chainsaw because he carves up hitters. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Uh, and my last bullet point is this guy could be an absolute steal, but I'm not going to say he's going to be a steal because that just means he's not going to be. He's probably going to stink if I say he's going to do really well this year. So um, here, hopefully he doesn't suck. It's a good mindset to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, my mindset on the whole team. Hopefully we don't suck. Yeah. Be solid. Be solid. <laughs> do better. Do, do, do better. Win. <laughs> do win. Um, another guy, uh, just real quick, Jaron Duran. We already know about him, but it's going to be fun to watch him because we don't normally get to watch him, like I said. So spring training is time for that. He's probably going to be a spring training star. It seems like every year we usually have a minor leaguer that ends up being a spring training star. I think of like Sam Travis was always the star of spring training when he yep. was here. Um, I feel like Michael Chavis might become that because he already had a homer yesterday in his first game and last spring training or the one before, maybe he, he kind of went off. So maybe Michael Chavis is the next Sam Travis and maybe we trade Michael Chavis for Jeffrey Springs, just like we did Sam Travis. <laughs> spring roll's gone now. That's unfortunate. Spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah tragic um that was was he in the chris mazza deal that got us ronaldo hernandez that was him right maybe mm, yes i don't know we traded some dude with chris mazza to get ronaldo hernandez which is a solid pickup considering we traded two garbage pitchers for um a pretty solid catching prospect um i apologize for calling them garbage one of my followers got upset at me sorry walt uh i can't find it but yeah walt got got mad at me for calling them garbage because apparently he knows the players um so apologies for that listen we're not saying that they're garbage people they're just really not that good at baseball when you compare them i'm sure they're great guys yeah i'm yeah i i mean but jeffrey springs throws like a 90 mile per hour fastball right down the middle not what you're looking for so Sorry about it, but um, another big spring training thing is every player is always in the best shape of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> unless you, unless year, you're Pablo Sandoval. Very common trope. True. True. <laughs> Pablo was not. Um, but Christian Vasquez is. I read that, yeah. Christian Vasquez <laughs> is in the best shape of his life. Um, is, is he less munchkin-like now? Do you have, like, abs? I really want to see. Uh, you look for that, but apparently Vasquez lost like 15 pounds and he had a new training regimen too. So Christian Vasquez, all-star season incoming. He wants a gold glove. I can he see He feels it. 10 years younger, apparently. How old is he actually? Like 27? He's 30, so he feels like he's 20. He's 30? Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? What? He's turning like 31 this good. year. He's turning 31 That's this insane. year. Yeah. I mean, but if you think about it, he has been around for a while. Yeah, that's true. He just hasn't been good the whole time. 
Um, speaking yeah. of around for a while, do you know who our longest tenured outfielder now is? Yes, Joey. That would be Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo with a whopping like 53 games. <laughs> I thought it would be Jade. Wouldn't it be technically JD if you like consider him an outfielder? Bro. I guess so. I mean, have you seen JD Field though? I wouldn't consider him an outfielder. <laughs> he almost threw out Acuna today, but Gonzalez dropped the ball. Yeah, but then he couldn't throw out the guy at home who. Yeah, that wasn't a like when JD throw. was throwing was... the ball, he was still not even rounding third yet, and he couldn't throw him out. So yeah, JD doesn't throw it hard, but he throws it fairly accurate. But then when he tries to gun someone, it's not accurate. It's just not a good mix. Guys, uh, take yeah. a look at the picture that I just sent you. I figured it was significant. Vasquez conversation right now. That is not the best <laughs> shape of his life. <laughs> <laughs> um that's recent i think that's uh i think that's a past photo that is <laughs> wait that's okay. probably after the world series yeah speaking, I think after the world series speaking of vasquez <laughs> apparently he's the longest tenured member of the red sox now really because we drafted him in 2008 oh, oh. Huh. gosh so, Same, man um back to jd real quick we we're talking about him um I want to read this quote from JD because it's a good quote. It He says, it was obviously a tough two months. I felt like I wasn't prepared for last year. It kind of caught me off guard considering he was fishing like days before. It makes sense. Um, he said, it was my fault. I take accountability for that. This year, I said, they're not catching me again. Ooh. So JD Martinez is going to go off. He is ready. He doesn't want to suck. He's... I haven't seen him on a boat in a while, so that's a good sign. I appreciate the not wanting to suck. You know, that that really speaks volumes. Yeah, about no, that's team. good. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> the, the did you guys see this interview question? This interview question to Janie Martinez from Johnny Miller. I'm going to play this because it's funny. Oh, guys, yeah. How are you, so, Johnny? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, first question, how frustrating was it to hit – 213 last year. What, what were some of the problems you had and how and what did you do in the offseason to improve and hit a 213 with less than normal home runs power? How are you doing, JD? I'm doing good. Why did you suck last year? Thoughts? <laughs> what are you going to do to change that? That was awesome. That was a good question. I love that. I love Johnny <laughs> Yeah. He asked Heim Bloom too. It was like the media and fans haven't been this pessimistic since like 1964. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you respond to that? Yeah. JD knows and he's going to want to do better. He doesn't want to get that kind of question again. So I'm expecting a big year from him. Um, we'll get into like our predictions for the season, probably in the next episode or two. Um, Right now, we just got to soak in the spring training hype and overreact to little things, like JD Martinez having good quotes. <laughs> oh, one more and... thing about JD. I um, yeah, sorry, Alex. I think we're gonna hear that a lot. I think we're gonna hear the whole like last year was because last year it was weird. The beginning of the season was odd. We didn't know when it was gonna start. It seemed kind of rushed and a lot of question marks. I'm sure that was tough for players, and I bet we're gonna hear that a lot. Like, I wasn't prepared. I, I it kind of got me off guard. My schedule was different. I couldn't work out with the people I usually worked out with. You know, stuff like well, that. Well, I think that was super obvious too after the first game when the adrenaline was used was all used up and they reverted back to their natural state of where they would have been had they like assuming they had just come off of the boat. Yeah. Uh, and played like absolute garbage. So hopefully they won't use all that adrenaline and they won't just fall off a cliff immediately. Yeah, I mean the first game was like the company softball game. It's one game. You can play great for one game, no matter like you can get up from your desk and head outside and go play the company softball game. But when you have to do that the day after and like do it for a full season, <laughs> for a full season. Hey, you know, those guys, you know, JD, he was using a fishing pole a lot. That's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to swing a bat around. It's a lot it's a heavier different swing. and it's a lot heavier. And, you know, mm. he's probably cramping up a little bit. A lot of it's very dry and hot out on the boat, you know, Lots of salt. Muscles are probably cramping. Yeah. This, but this year we're playing baseball. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, he's, he's not fishing. So weird, though, if you think about it, because 
in a week span, it went from... I choose not to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in, in a week span, all the players... The players were essentially told there's going to be no season. And then, like, five days later, it's like, uh, okay, spring training part two starts now. You have a week. Good luck. It was... Yeah. It was- yeah. Yeah, JD was probably just on his boat fishing, being like, sick, I get a long vacation. Then he just gets like a text from Ron Renicky, like, yo, you're going to show up in a week? <laughs> God, can you imagine? Yeah. I feel like Ron Renicky would be like the kind of texter that like writes it like an, send email, an email. Though. He'd be like, dear JD, <laughs> no, no, no. that you are enjoying your vacation. It Ron Ren- of, like spaces, like a lot of, uh, you know, get the return to your butt. He, he, yeah, he yeah. Don't, but it's like, he wouldn't hit the return key on purpose. He'd do it like my dad and accidentally hit the return key, but he wouldn't realize it. And he'd just keep typing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he would try to use like Siri, like try to do like text to or Yes. Yeah, it just text. be something completely different. You're shady. Yeah. Um, is Alex frozen there? I'm back. Oh, he's back. There we go. I'm back. I, I, re- I realized as soon as you all froze and I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Joey, I got another package, by the way. I just wanted to flex on you mid-pod. You can't get anything. I'm still pending two packages. One of them is a book that I need for a class by Thursday, and I'm definitely not going to get it by then. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Resume. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. uh, You know what else is unfortunate? You know what else is unfortunate? (laughs) Um, Yeah. being in the same Zoom as Heim Bloom, but not being able to secure him for an interview. Yeah. Way to go. Joey, Joey. texts us. Way to go. He texts us a picture of Heim Bloom on his computer in a Zoom with him. And he, he just has like the eye emojis or whatever. I'm like, Joey, get him on the pod. And then Joey doesn't get him on the pod. Yeah. Did you even say anything? Did you try? Real in the big fish, man. Joey fails. In See, here's the thing. I was, I was watching the zoom on my friend's computer heim bloom super cool guy love that dude yeah um, yeah, yeah. He spent- joey's like um did you get him on the pod no he's no. a super cool guy though i would have loved to meet him <laughs> <laughs> no but hey hey sign or something. Good. i can email. no 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 i'll send an email i'll be like dear heim he doesn't like people calling him mr bloom by the way that's just like for future reference. do you have his email address it's no, but he told he told people how to get email addresses of of people at um in baseball organizations. <laughs> yeah. So for all our for all our audio listeners out there, Jason just pulled out a pen and paper yeah. and was like ready to write. I'm ready. Yeah. So basically, when he was trying to get internships, so maybe it's just. Uh, Jason, you might want to beep out what Joey it. said in, in case <laughs> yeah. just, we don't want Heim Bloom to get spammed. No, no, we can't have um, future no, we, we in cannot. the dugout podcast guest Heim Bloom getting spammed with emails. Uh, no, I, I will actually send an email and, and see. I'll be like, yeah, you spoke at my school. I would love to have you interview on a very you. successful sponsored. That's right. For a podcast. prestigious podcast. Yeah. yeah, I would love to push our sponsored pro- products on you. I mean, he spent he spent a lot of the meeting talking about how he really likes the players he brought in this offseason. He talked a lot about how he really likes. I mean, that's good. Teams. Yeah, <laughs> that, it, like it, you it, wouldn't it, want you to bring know, in players you don't like. Yeah, yeah. Talked <laughs> about baseball, Joe. Yep, he's a super cool guy. He seems bought in, so you know, he he truly believes in what he's doing, which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, more than we could say for. Other teams so, like, the, yeah. like the Patriots. So that's interesting. Sorry, did you say something? Sorry, Joey. I, I didn't mean to ask you like that. You, you cut out. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's you okay. Again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing that I want to talk about with the whole like spring training storyline thing, we we're just talking about how JD could have a big year, um, and how there's been a lot of quotes coming out from spring training about guys wanting to bounce back from last year i think the team as a whole definitely wants to bounce back from last year too i like this quote from alex cora we're not rebuilding if a player here is thinking about not winning a championship then he better leave that's why alex cora is my manager i love that quote you know be really they are still funny. all in on winning yeah but, that's, but like that's what you want it, it would be incredibly unfortunate if like they spend the entire spring training 
being like, don't sleep on us. Everyone's <laughs> sleeping on us. We're about to open some eyes. If you don't want to win, leave. And then they proceed to go like it would be a hundred. That would, that would be very, that'd be a bad look. Last that time though, tough. what they're doing right now, they kind of like have to like follow through with what they do. Claiming they yeah. Do. It's a, uh, it's a similar vibe to when the whole like cheating thing came out and everyone thought the Red Sox were the worst people ever. And then JD was like, don't worry about it. Don't sleep on us. Don't, we didn't actually cheat that much. And then they turned out being right. So maybe this is similar. I don't know. It just brings me back to that. It, yeah. yeah I, it, this could be like a Houston situation when all of like the off season, they're like, we're still good. We'll show you. We'll show you. Then they finish under 500. They made the playoffs. They, they were gaming the playoff, playoff spot. And then they almost made the world series, but we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. We ignore that. We just call them under 500 and pretend that they were bad. Yeah. Well, hey, the real shame tour starts this year, though, with fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. true. So I wasn't going to take it in that direction. I was going to say that I'm fully on board and I buy into what they're saying. Um, I think that they are going to bounce back. I When you have someone like Alex Cora as your manager who wants to do better, is great at connecting with the players, I think he's tapping into everybody. Um, JD wants to do better. Devers has his dad back out there as the manager, so that's going to help. Verdugo's playing for a manager who's not 80 years old. And, like, we have Kiki Hernandez, who's fun. We have Xander Bogarts, who is still Xander Bogarts. Christian Vasquez is playing with a chip on his shoulder. Um, or I should Perez. say a chip off his shoulder, considering he lost 15 pounds, you know. Yeah. Martin Perez is oh, an electric factory. Um they have some players that have chips on their shoulders, some players that want to do better. And Alex Cora is going to motivate them to do that. So my message is don't count us out. I think this team could could make something happen. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they can make a legitimate playoff run. I 100% agree. I, I see the potential there. I'm still just spooked. I'm spooked with pitching. I'm spooked with injuries. I, although, but Garrett, when, when are you not spooked? Yeah, that's just kind of who I am. I'm not going to like flip you're a cowboys fan you kind of have to be yeah i i Mm -hmm. spent my life getting let down so it's like i always have that at the back of my mind but i I do see the potential i see it there it can happen um just need a couple things to go right and i'm confident i'm a red sox fan i root for them i i I love to see it i i think teams are sitting around a red sox podcast it would be good that i like the red sox and i'm on the red sox podcast i i I think people are underrating us yeah I think we're going to surprise people. Uh, Joey? You, you good, Joey? No. <laughs> I don't know if I just lost power. That is weird. Uh, oh. You still got Wi-Fi? We're, yeah, we're good. We're good. What was that about? <laughs> uh, like, I think I did actually lose power. Um, that was the baseball over. gods telling us to shut up because they don't want us to start hyping up the Red Jinx Sox. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You live on the bummy side of campus, Joey. Just saying. I know. I already <laughs> lost power once. Really? Yeah. We don't lose power here on the cool hill. I know. <laughs> I do have to say, though, um, we have been getting a lot of like. A lot of fans being like, oh, this team isn't going to make it anywhere. They're only going to win like 60 games. They're garbage, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other side of it, like us who are hyping us up. Like we can make a playoff run, whatever. But I can't wait to just finally get to actual baseball games being played, actually seeing what we have out there as a team. Because especially with the 60-game season that was so short and so bad, and then we had the whole off season because we didn't make the playoffs. It's been a while since – We've actually seen a competitive baseball team out there, a team that's actually fun talking about, a team that actually has a chance. And I'm hoping that's what we're going to get this year. And like I said, I can't wait to just finally get to opening day, finally get to real baseball being played. I agree. Perfect. I, I, I also agree. I think they didn't have – the season was too short last year for them, them to get into a true rhythm. You know, I think having spring training and having time to prepare – consistency and an actual schedule will you know help them immensely yeah it's so hard to play with that uncertainty that they had last year this season there's still some uncertainty but it still seems pretty concrete like we're gonna have 162 games it looks like we're gonna have a, a pretty set schedule it's gonna be relatively normal there's gonna be some fans in the stands that's something that came out 
um, a few days ago is that Fenway Park will have fans in the stands starting on opening day. It's exciting. Um, there's fans in the stands right now for spring training. So it's we'll exciting you know for what, sure. We'll let you guys know what games we're at if we go. Yeah. What do you um, think? Another big thing, too. Like? The price is going to probably be insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like. But at this yeah. point, I will pay anything just to get back in a ballpark. We used to be able to baseball. Get, remember the days when we could get like $7 student tickets? Oh, yeah. yeah the $9 student tickets. Student yeah. Nice. I wonder if they're still doing that. Probably not. I it's would guess not. <laughs> yeah. But eventually. Um, another thing, too, though, with last year is it was really hard for the Red Sox to establish a team identity because they lost their manager in the offseason, had to, had to promote their bench coach to manager. And, um, they traded Mookie. It was a weird year. They just didn't have an identity. I felt like, and that's why I'm saying how important these quotes from Alex Cora and these other players are in spring training is because they're building themselves an identity. They're building themselves an underdog type team. And that's a very important thing for a team to have is some kind of sense of who they are and who they're going to be for the season. And like, when you don't have that, it's very difficult to play it's not like a concrete concept that can be explained by statistics or anything. It's more of like a, a character and like um, team chemistry clubhouse dynamic type thing is you got to know who you are. You got to know your team identity in order to succeed as a team. And I think they're finally at that point where they're starting to establish an identity for themselves. That's yes. Go socks. That sums it up <laughs> perfectly. I agree. It was very odd last year. They didn't have, I mean, Last year you, sucked. In 2018, you yeah. felt like there was a wave. There was a movement. The team kind of... There was a team culture. I don't know. Yeah. Right. You, you missed that both years after that year. Yeah. Big time. That's true. And like I said, I just can't wait to get to opening day and get some real baseball being played. Um, speaking of opening day, is there anything better than the freshly mowed grass at the ballpark for opening day? How about freshly groomed balls? Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. It's a whole new balls game, folks. <laughs> yes, sir. And Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. That's a lot of people. Join the movement, guys. You can get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped with the code DUGOUT. That's D-U-G-O-U-T. Use code DUGOUT at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. These products are no joke, guys. They, they are so easy to use. And the confidence that you have in their products is just, you can't match it. They're the best tools in the world for the job. I trust them with my life. Joey trusts them with his life. Manscaped. Like, the, the technology that they have is, it's insane. They, they redesigned the electric trimmer. Their ceramic blade and, and their advanced skin, skin safe technology, you're in great hands with their trimmers. You're never Nick. You're, you're never going to Nick yourself. This won't happen. The products are actually sick. Everyone in the dorm is jealous of, my, of this stuff. The, the product <laughs> is actually superb. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, and you can be like Garrett. You could be like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to overshare, but I'm not a big fan of body hair everywhere on me, and it's the perfect product for everything i mean my friends know that they laugh at me a little bit but it's just what makes me comfortable and this product is perfect for it so yep and it's not just that one product they got the the weed whacker for your nose and ears they got all sorts of different products you got deodorants and toners and and anti-chafing products and boxer briefs like they have it all over at manscaped everything you need to to bring your best self to anything you got going on like <laughs> just gives you confidence if you if you feel good hey you're gonna feel man, good man and summer's right around the corner you don't want to be you don't be hairy when summer comes around that's facts that's facts once again 20 percent off and free shipping that is a great deal that is such a good deal that is such a good deal so head over to manscape.com and use promo code dugout tell your friends get 20 percent off it's a great deal that's d-u-g o-u-t dugout that's right. Um, it's an exciting time. We got opening day coming up. Still got spring training right now. Uh, we actually have a guest who's going to come on and join us right now to talk about spring training and the upcoming team. 
I don't even know what this is. Yeah, no, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> Let's go. He's so excited. Does he know who it is? I, Joey does know who it is. Oh, okay. All right. Joining us now is Red Sox legend himself, David Ortiz. David, thank you for joining us today. Thanks you. Thanks you. Good to be here, man. <laughs> um, we were just talking about it. Alex Cora is back as the Red Sox manager. What impact will having Alex Cora back as a manager have for the Red Sox? You know, man, Alex Cora is my boy, man. Uh, teammates with him in 2007, man, won a World Series that year. Uh, such a great dude. Uh, good friends with him, man. I see him all the time, text him, you know. He's cool. That doesn't really answer the question. Uh, Mr. Ortiz, but uh, how how will he benefit the Red Sox by being back as the manager? You know, man, he's fun like me, man, and you know, it's going to be a fun time. Fun times. <laughs> um, we were also talking about your boy Christian Vasquez and how he lost 15 pounds over the winter. What do you expect from him? My boy got some pop. <laughs> Mr. Ortiz, have you ever thought about losing 15 pounds? No, man. That's where the power comes from, man. That's how I hit bombs. Hey, don't question the goat. Come on now, Garrett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, what new addition to the Red Sox are you most excited to uh, watch this season? Uh, man, that boy, Hirokazu Sawamori. He's like my <laughs> man, Koji, man. I love Koji. How many games do you think the Red Sox will win this season, uh, Big Poppy? 34 times three. 102. Uh, Alex, you're the stats guy. You got that? No, he got it right. It's 102. Look at you go, Big Pop. You didn't know you were such a big math man. I had I had to be good at math, man. My RBIs were so high. My home runs were so high. My average was so high, you know. My <laughs> had to calculate my OPS and all that, you know. <laughs> um, how do you feel about advanced uh, analytics, David? Man, I just think about home runs and RBI. That's all you need when you hit bombs like me. And I don't need to think about all the uh, all the percentages, man. I never played defense. And when I did, I was good at it. So ask Jeff Supon. Um, we were talking about how this whole episode is about spring training. We got spring training on the TV right now. How did you feel about spring training as a player? Time to relax, man. I didn't try. It wasn't regular season. I was in Florida. No reason not to. And now I go down there. They give me my golf cart. I'm with my boy El Tiante. We chilling. We run over people in our carts. It's fun. <laughs> David, are you sure you should be admitting that on a public podcast that you? Run Everybody over? sees it there, man. I hit. I hit um, one of those. One, I hit that boy once. <laughs> I drove over him. Me? Mm. No, that was me. Pretty uh, <laughs> man. Mm. Um, this is something we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, should Matt Barnes be the closer, do you think? No. Koji. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. <laughs> Last question I have for you, uh, Big Poppy. Where do you go for your male grooming needs? Man, that's too easy, man. Manscape. And what promo code do you use? The place where I sat when the boys played defense, the dugout, D U G O U T. <laughs> That's right. Main um, for legal purposes, for legal purposes, that was not an actual um, endorsement by David Ortiz for legal purposes, but he's right. Dugout, Manscaped, there you go. Um, thanks for joining us, Big Poppy. Appreciate it, taking some time out of your day. Yeah, man, take care. I love you guys. Thanks, thanks God, thanks God. Wow, that was really cool. Yeah, man, I, that was, he's like, that's like one of my heroes right there, man. Big Poppy. It was great to meet actual him. Actual legend, yeah, I'm honored. I, 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 feel so I feel so blessed right now. I didn't know what yeah. to do. The same Joey I'm missed back, him, guys. But. Sorry, oh the, man, Joey, you just missed back. it. 
You just missed it. We just had missed David what? Ortiz on, man. No way, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how you missed that one, Joey, but um. Dude, I keep losing power. It just, it happens. Yeah. Um. Uh, questions. GJ questions. questions. Yes, go right into it. Wait, wait can, can we talk about Matt Barnes first? No. Oh, yes, I did mean you to say no Matt Barnes. Gates, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can't. Can I submit a question real quick? Yeah. Should Matt Barnes be the closer? No, that's it's my question. Last minute question. Should Matt Barnes yeah. be the closer? I would rather we don't even have a closer and just give the other team like three runs. Yeah. And then hope we, or whatever, how many runs it takes to tie the game, just give them that. And then we'll just hope that we can win it on offense instead. Not That's opposed. What I prefer over Matt Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Apparently All Matt right. Barnes is the leading option though. It's between him and Ottavino. I feel like you should probably give it to the better uh, talented baseball pitcher, but that's fine. Give it to Matty Backpacks, and he'll give us all heart attacks and blow half his saves again. It's fine. I mean, if you want to win games, maybe don't do that, but I don't know what you're trying to do. Mm. Oh. All right, all right, all right. The Vooch asks, surprise breakout player this year. I think Dahlbeck have a rookie year like Judge or Alonzo. Damn. I think Dahlbeck is going to go off. Is he rookie eligible? Do we know? Yeah, he must be. Yeah. Yeah. But like, rookie of the year. He's, here comes. Uh, he's not doing. He's not hitting 50-something home runs. He hit an oppo taco blast yesterday. I know he did. Uh, Overreacting to spring mean, training games. Uh, yeah. Breakout player, though, I like I like French fry, French dressing, French toast, mm. Frenchy Cordero. The franchise. My, the franchise. Uh, my good friend, was speaking very highly about him the other day when we were just chatting. So, I, I think Kike could have a pretty big breakout year now that he's kind of not well. Now that he has the potential to not be splitting time with anybody. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. You know I what? Like I'm gonna that. piggyback that. I'm going with Kike Hernandez too. I think that's a good one. I do think Franchi Cordero might just be insane because it seems like a Heim Bloom type thing. Like, get this guy who hasn't been healthy. He kind of has, has like bombs. some raw talent. He might hit like 40 bombs and just bat like 320 and win the MVP. You never know. Who knows? He, he is the franchise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what if this is like this is like the Tyler Glasnow trade, but just on the offense offensive side That's of the ball? Right. Mm-hmm. Never know. I mean, yeah. Or what if we like got the next greatest baseball player of all time? Yeah, like. We 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 did get four players for Andrew Benintendi. We just don't know three of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought we David Ortiz was a. Uh, oh, that's right. David Joshua Ortiz was Winkle a player to be named I think Winkle he's pitching Dusky's tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I want to see him. Probably Along gonna throw with, him, um, honestly. If you want to see a no hitter, uh, who's the other dude? Okay. Any questions? <laughs> thoughts? Uh, thoughts on? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little slow, but this doesn't make any sense. Anyway, read it. When, do you expect, it. when do you expect Downs to be ready for the big leagues? Uh, tomorrow. Are we talking about Jeter or Jerry? Because they are both <laughs> in the system. True. Probably, probably Jeter. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Jerry. Jerry is probably probably never. If you want to see him in Worcester, I would say this year. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the um, Jeter Downs will probably – you might see him in September call-ups, but I don't think you're going to see him this year aside from that. Unless there's an They don't want to rush his development. Unless there's an injury and they're, like, desperate. Or if they're, like – Or if he's tearing it Last up. place and they're just, like, falling apart and they need some kind of excitement. Like, kind of what they did with the Tanner Hoke. Something like that. Yeah. So, probably not this year. Most likely next year. I think he's going to be slightly behind Jaron Duran. I feel like we might see Duran before him but they also won't be that far apart. I think we're going to see Duran. I, I think we're going to see him early May so that they can uh, keep that extra year of control. I agree. Yeah. I think, that's I think we're going to need him, him too. Up. Yep. I, I we kind of still have a hole in the outfield in a way. 
Cause like we, we originally signed Hunter Renfro to be kind of a backup, like a fourth outfielder and Franchi Cordero has never really been a full-time starter. So you really only have Verdugo out there. So I think Duran, they kind of been, have been saving a spot for him. So I think we could see him out there. I, he would fit well in right field because at Fenway, you kind of need two center fielders and they want Verdugo in center. So Duran could play right field. And I, I think that sounds pretty good. I was actually ready. thinking that the days that Duran plays, would Duran take center and then Verdugo take right? They seem to like Verdugo as a full-time center fielder, but they, they could do that too. I don't yeah. really know. And then, I don't know. It's interesting though. I, I, I think Franchi is going to play just about every day this year, no matter what, because he has to, they, he has well, to prove himself. Unless he's injured. Well, I feel like he won't be out there if he has like a broken leg. Actually, he, he, he does have COVID right now. So like, uh, may, may, maybe he, he, they, they uh, have to like take it easy with him. Kind of like how the Celtics have to with uh, Robert Williams and Jason Tatum because of their lungs. I don't want to talk about Celtics. Um, speaking of COVID, shout out COVID boy GJ over there. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. COVID wasn't fun. I got very sick. Um, but I'm good now. Glad to hear it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I got it before Joey somehow. That's amazing. Shocking. I'm convinced I'm never going to get it. Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm getting the rest of this podcast until, until May 12th when I come home. It will be the next one, maybe live from the gulag. That's how that's how I think about it. Do we uh, do we have any surprise any surprise opening day roster cuts? Michael Chavis. Um, he would. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> They're not going to cut Chavis. Well, what, well, by that I mean like out like AAA. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised by the Marcus Walden. DFA when they got Marvin Gonzalez. Marcus Walden was like a big part of our bullpen in 2019. Um, this this actually just happened during recording. He's been outrighted to Pawtucket. That's some breaking news. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. So. Still, like I feel like there's a lot of yeah. other guys you'd want to get rid of, but whatever. Heim Bloom knows what he's doing. Maybe probably. We we could play a fun game and go through the roster and be like, cut this guy instead. Yeah. <laughs> but we need a whole show on that. We would need a whole episode. Um, who is the best year, do you think? Franchise. Um, That's such a vague question. It is. Best year? Fernando I Tatis mean, seems to be set up pretty well. <laughs> he does. He does. JD Martinez. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, people. I I don't know if we've talked about it yet. Like he can he can go back to watching in game video now, which is okay. huge for him. Which is huge because like I think he said that it did. If you watch the socks at sundown thing, he was talking about that. I believe they just took batting practice at night and they were mic'd up and Nesson was asking questions. Yeah, yeah. This is a really interesting question. Are you guys you guys good? Yeah. If Jeter Downs and Verdugo become all-stars, will that make up for trading Mookie Betts? Shout out Liam Fisher for that question. My good friend Haim was talking about this as well. He was asked about his thought process on the Mookie trade. But What did he say? You traded one of the best players ever. Thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said, you know, he's like, I did trade one of the best players in the game. And, um, uh, he, but his he's in his prime right now, and that currently does not fit with our window of opportunity. We plan like he was talking about how they plan to be good. Like he said that they're not going to win the World Series this year. Essentially, he's like, you know, nice. Ha- <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, if it happens, that's great. But our our goal is to <laughs> spend this year retooling and setting ourselves up for the long run and that just didn't align with Mookie's prime every time someone says retool I die a little bit more yeah except when Bloom says it because I love that dude yeah but um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably love he's, he's, he's a good he's a good him. friend of mine yeah yeah I'll tell your friend to come on the podcast I will I, I will I will tell him to come on the podcast hi Jason so aggressive I want to talk to Heim Bloom. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's do some. 
you guys continue with questions. I'm going to go on the Red Sox directory and see what I can find. Have fun. Okay. Thoughts on Dahlbeck fitting into the regular season roster? Uh, I think it's going to be either he's going to be, like we talked about, rookie of the year and just insane and play every day, or he's going to struggle <laughs> immensely and probably only play against lefties. I'm really afraid that it's going to be the latter because he seems like he can't hit pitches with movement. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm hopeful. He can fit into that. There's a role there. Yeah. I mean, we didn't sign Mitch Moreland, so our only other first baseman is Marwin Gonzalez. And he's arguably less good than Dahlbeck. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> um, you think Nate will shape into a regular, reliable starter with good control plus velocity? He's definitely got the velocity. I mean, he's... If you're referring to Evaldi, I assume. Yeah. What other Nate is there? I, I don't know. That I was confused by just Nate. Yeah. He wrote Nate. He wrote Nate. I don't want to misquote Brando. Fair enough. No, I think he's definitely got the velocity. Um, I think his biggest thing is he just needs to stay healthy. So if he can do that, I will. I expect uh, what we've seen from him when he's healthy. Like I think he's. You pretty much know what you're going to get with him based on his health. You're going to get a hard fastball. Hard fastball, not really any strikeouts for some reason. When he gets, when I never he gets, understood that. He's like yeah. the exact kind of strikeout pitcher you would expect, but he just doesn't get strikeouts. Like he's got the velocity, he's got the nasty movement. Ground it looks balls. like he would strike guys out, but he just doesn't. Yeah, ground balls. And if it works, it works. Strikeouts don't matter if you're getting outs. Guys are always swinging early, trying to get trying to get on top of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Should the Sox have pursued Lester to fill out the rotation? We would have oh, had probably. fun with with, uh, with John Lester being on the team. I don't know about him specifically. I, I, I'm fine with our rotation as is, I think. Because I, I have a lot of faith in Nick Pavetta. I think he's actually going to turn out to be really good. And if he's good, then our rotation is looking pretty solid. Especially if Sale comes back healthy-ish, good at baseball. That works out. Um, even if he doesn't, you got Erod, you got Evaldi, you got Richards, you got Martin Perez and Pavetta. If they're all hit or miss guys, but if they all hit or enough of them hit, then it's a pretty solid rotation. Um, realistic chances of the postseason for us this year. I Decent. would put it at like 60%. Well, are they going to expand it at all or is it just normal? I don't think so. I don't know. I probably should yeah. know. I haven't really paid that much attention to the MLB. Um, I don't know why. Probably should. Oh, my I like, God. I'd say like 45%. Joey's just like hacking into the Red Sox database. Um, right now. His email may actually be the, what, the one I said <laughs> earlier. <laughs> See, you definitely could sleep wow. that out, Jason. That's pretty Yeah. Cool. Oh, um, wait. He actually doesn't have an wait. email, guys. Don't email him. All right, boys. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, make up for your for your failures, Joey. I'll send him a yeah. thing. Oh, hey, guys, guys, guys. Thad Ward is pitching. Thanks for that uh, live update, Joey. You're Here, welcome. Questions. Do we got any more? Uh, yeah. Will Chris Sale stay healthy this season? I'd hope so. I'm not all that confident. Um, but I, I'm way better after he got the surgery. I feel great after he got the surgery. He sounds like he's on a good track. Like he says, he feels better than ever. And he's excited. He's in the best shape of his life. Best shape of his life. Apparently, who doesn't say they're they're in the best shape of their life in spring training? Yeah, losers. Uh, I mean, I mean, if if Garrett says that he feels good about it, then I I think I'm I have to say that I feel okay about it. You're starting to understand how to improve your life. Listen to everything I say always. No, 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 no. It's just because usually you're so paranoid that like, uh, if you weren't somewhat okay with it, I would be concerned. No, it was the worst dealing with that crappy, like, he's kind of hurt, but also plays through it. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're just pushing off the surgery. He finally got the stupid surgery, and hopefully he's going to be able to be better. Um, usually, players, pitchers are able to come back from that. So My big question is, will Garrett finally like Erod? I mean, if he throws strikes and doesn't get 100 pitches after three innings, maybe. I love Hey. Erod's going to be back to throwing 150 pitches an outing again. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, another core is back. 
very excited about that. He doesn't throw down the plate. He's a good pitcher. He doesn't throw down the plate. That's probably a good thing. Usually, if you throw it over the plate, they hit it very far. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but he gets to 100 pitches in the third inning. Yes, but his his pitch count per outing is 150. So it doesn't matter. Okay, he's just built different. That's fair. No, Cora just likes to bully him. He's like, I know how good you can be. I'm going to make your life hell until you are that good. Hey, it's people, actually a nice thing that he does. Some people respond well to that. I think Ebrod does. That's all the questions, my slimes. <laughs> Did you um, just call me slime? Next podcast, I should I should showcase all my records. It's unrelated to baseball, but I'm really proud of them. <laughs> you can put that on our YouTube. Oh, sick! Yeah, we should have start like a like a YouTube thing. It's just like Garrett's thoughts, and he's totally oh unrelated to baseball. <laughs> we should. I gotta start my own damn YouTube channel, bro. I'll show off my records there. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Indigo Podcast. I love all of you. Goodbye. Bye. I'm sure that was a definitely not a rough transition. Um, we've been talking for like 20 minutes. I'm cutting it all out. But yeah, thanks for listening to the episode this week. Um, we will be back next week. I think we're going to go back to every week now that spring training is happening and the season's coming up. Um, hopefully we'll work out a way to get Heim Bloom on the podcast. Stay tuned for that. Um, uh, big thanks to the D- David Ortiz for coming on the podcast today. That was a great interview. Um, and yeah, baseball is back and it's exciting. Uh, use promo code dugout for 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com. See you next week. Peace. Alex, why are you so freaking pale, bro? Go outside. What are you? (laughs) I'm sorry. I live in upstate New York, Garrett. Garrett.